You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Tonight, is it trying to cover too much? The Alaska State Senate outlines its concerns over the House education funding package. Our political reporter will have the very latest from Juno. Election 2024, the polls in the New Hampshire primary have closed, showing a clear winner. But according to Nikki Haley, the race is not over just yet. Plus, a man from Palmer accused of killing his own mother was set to appear in court this afternoon, but it did not go as expected. We'll tell you why. And the already record-setting snow in southeast continues tonight while temperatures are still dropping across the rest of the state. I'll let you know what to prepare for next. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Well, tonight, as the state house is preparing to debate a controversial education bill, a distinct lack of support is developing over in the state Senate. The Senate president is saying today he's concerned about what started out as a school internet funding bill has now turned into what the House calls a comprehensive education package. Political reporter Steve Kirsch joins us now live from Juneau with the very latest details. Steve? Mike, Maria, now we're told that this week the House debate on the education bill will start this week. But some senators are saying in its current form they will have a hard time supporting it. The bill started last year as a one-page Senate bill only talking about funding internet in schools. Now the bill has 12 pages since the House rewrote it and it was rolled out only last week with just one committee hearing this weekend. Most controversial, if the state school board can start approving local charter schools, teacher bonuses, and increasing per-student funding by $300. That's known as the Student Allocation, or BSA. Today, House Rules Chair Craig Johnson, who helped write the House bill, called that increase fiscally responsible. But the Senate majority says in its amended form, the BSA leaves schools woefully short-funded, and to keep up with inflation, some of the Senate majority say the BSA needs to be increased by $1,400. We want to avoid a situation where uh, a charter school is, you know, drags out an application for two years and they appeal to the uh, to the state board, and so you're three years into uh, getting the school charter. You know, in Anchorage, we have many. Uh, I don't even know how many charter schools, but they're specific. There's a German uh, charter school. There's a Japanese. It, that's what the community wants. This is local control. Um, and so I believe that is what we are responsible to maintain. The Constitution talks about local control. Now, moments ago, I had the opportunity to talk to House Rules Committee Chair Craig Johnson, and he says that the House may hear this bill on Thursday and Friday, but he has not committed to anything yet, even though I did try to twist his arm a little bit to get a definitive answer. But we'll let you know as the week goes on what happens with this proposed bill. Reporting live from Juno, Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source. Another hot topic legislators are talking uh, taking up House Bill 197. This would make it so electronic gaming could be taken to Alaska waters. The, the bill would legalize electronic ga gaming on Alaska marine highway system ferries and vessels while also allowing specified gaming activities on boats as a way to build revenue for the ferry system. 
The gaming would be restricted to boats three miles from land and only for people 21 and older. Representative Jesse Sumner is sponsoring the bill, saying its goal is to create jobs and possibilities for revenue to be used in funding other state agencies. Gambling is legal in Alaska, but according to statute, only certain forms of gaming, such as pull tabs, bingo, raffles, certain dog mushing activities, and others are legal forms of gaming. HB 197 would legalize additional games to be played only on vessels in approved waters. According to Representative Sumner, the ferry system and the Alaska Marine Highway System are currently generating a loss of revenue every calendar year, and House Bill 197 aims to stop that downward trend. To catch up with the latest news coming out of the legislature any time of day, you can download our news apps at alaskasnewsource.com. Just point your phone at the QR code on the screen to do a download. We'll have that for you later. Turning to weather, the National Weather Service of Anchorage has put out a notice that potential ice dams could cause high water in South Central. Now, with temperatures below zero across the region, small streams and rivers are starting to freeze. And ice dams are beginning to form, causing some high water levels. The National Weather Service asks that any elevated water levels be reported to their forecast center through the email on your screen. And while much of our state is enduring some of the coldest weather in two years, Southeast is dealing with record snowfall. Melissa Fry has the latest on some warnings in effect. Melissa? Yeah, we are continuing to see that snow dumping as it has been nonstop since Sunday morning in Juneau. Uh, and we are seeing record-setting levels. I want to show you what it looks like there. Uh, just outside of downtown, this is Long Egan Drive. And again, that snow is just continuing to accumulate here uh, throughout the day. Many places picking up another 6 to 12 inches today on top of uh, even more that they saw yesterday. And those temperatures still holding at 24 degrees. That's out at the Juneau. Airport. Uh, those temperatures are going to steadily warm through the night into tomorrow, eventually seeing a transition uh, to some light rain pushing in heading into tomorrow, which will, of course, create a sloppy mess. But uh, still seeing, again, just that nonstop moisture pushing into this region. We, again, have already seen uh, more than two feet of snow in most locations. But as of this morning's report, uh, you can see about 8 to 20 inches of fresh snow falling uh, before what we even saw through the afternoon. That also includes additional heavy snow in Gustavus uh, and down into Huna this afternoon. So again, that snow turning to rain tonight into tomorrow. Those winter storm warnings still in effect for the region. Up north, it's heavier snow actually as you head up uh, into the Skagway area. Winter weather advisories in effect for you. Meanwhile, the rest of the state still seeing that bitter cold air. Dangerous wind chill values tonight along the Dalton Highway and along the slope. Wind chill values there between 50 and 65 below zero. Temperatures once again below zero for much of the state and that's going to be the case overnight tonight as well here in Anchorage. You can expect those temperatures uh, to fall from the single digits where we are right below zero overnight. A chilly but beautiful start tomorrow morning as we approach the full moon. We'll see high temperatures tomorrow only reaching those single digits and I'll have more on that full statewide forecast here in a few minutes. All right we'll see you then Melissa. When it comes to shoveling off your roof, the city has issued some new guidance for Anchorage residents. As Lauren Maxwell tells us, it's a change from earlier advice, which said most homeowners didn't have to worry. The city says it isn't aware of any residential roofs failing this season, but as the snow loads pile up, that becomes a possibility. It's why it now says if you have the opportunity to get the snow off your roof, you probably should. City engineers say they've been debating that advice for homeowners, but have decided it may be the right thing to do. Because it's dangerous and costly to remove the snow. 
So when do we cross that threshold where the benefits outweigh, outweigh the costs? And we, we, we kind of think we're at that point. The decision is up to each homeowner, but there are some things to keep in mind. Homes constructed before 1990 may be more at risk, and there are other telltale signs. Like sagging in your roof or doors that no longer will freely open and close. Um, those are more concerning signs of distress where we would recommend that, yeah, you get the snow off as soon as you can. Now, once again, there is no one right answer for everyone, but the city says if you have the means to remove snow from your roof, well, you may want to play it safe rather than be sorry. Lauren Maxwell, Alaska's News Source. The cost to have a roof shovel can vary, but professionals we spoke with say it usually runs between $500 to $1,200, and many are booked out for several weeks. With Alaska having one of the country's largest aviation systems, including lifelines to travel and transport cargo to our communities, tonight the countdown is on for another sweeping federal aviation bill. After the Senate already punted it last year, Beth Verge joins us in studio with where the FAA Reauthorization Act stands and its importance to Alaska. Beth. Well, Mike and Maria, the Federal Aviation Administration Reauthorization Act of 2023 would reauthorize the FAA through fiscal year 2028. So what does that mean? In general, activities, programs, and funding related to airport planning and development, facilities and equipment and operations would continue. Now, at this point, the Senate has until early March to move this through. It already passed a short-term bill in mid-December to extend authorization of FAA operations. But some of the other issues this new legislation would tackle include, but are not limited to expanding air traffic controller training capacity, prohibiting aircraft dispatchers from working remotely with limited exceptions for emergencies, requiring airlines to provide refunds upon request to passengers who hold non-refundable tickets for canceled or significantly delayed flights, and requiring the FAA to update safety standards for commercial air tour operators, such as sightseeing airplanes and helicopter flights. We'll hear from some of Alaska's congressional delegation, as well as the Department of Transportation here, about what kind of difference this legislation could make if it does go through in March, and what could happen if it does not. That's what I'm working on for tonight at 10. Mike, Maria. All right, we'll see you then. Thank you, Beth. An update from the New Hampshire presidential primary. All New Hampshire polls have now been closed for over two hours, and the exit poll results are in. At the current standing, showing Donald Trump with about 54% of the vote, Nikki Haley with uh, just under 45% of the vote. I talked with our D.C. correspondent in New Hampshire less than 30 minutes ago. Stick around to hear the update at 6.30. Still ahead this evening, accused of murdering his mother. Palmer man was set to appear in a courtroom today, but never did. Details when we come back. You're watching Alaska's News Source. The Palmer man accused of murdering his mother was scheduled to appear before a district court judge today up in Palmer, but he refused to participate. Carly Shrek was in the courtroom today to tell us what happens next and why he's facing charges in the first place. Someone broke in and murdered his mom. According to court documents, that's the story 52-year-old Chad Casca told his father when he found his wife deceased inside their Palmer home. But with no signs of forced entry and other evidence found inside the residence, Casca now faces charges in her death. Next case we're going to take up is the last versus Chad Casca. In a scheduled arraignment Tuesday afternoon, the court has been informed from Matt's pre-trial that Mr. Casca is refusing to participate today. 
Chad Casca refused to participate. The Palmer resident faces multiple charges of murder and tampering with evidence for the death of his 69-year-old mother, Christy Casca. A complaint states Casca is known to law enforcement for his schizophrenic episodes and that upon investigation found evidence tying him to the murder, including a knife next to his bed, as well as broken and blood-stained items in a trash bag in the garage. A motion by the defense over whether or not Casca is fit to stand trial is still before the presiding judge assigned to this case. A Palmer District Court judge has pushed to try and arraign Casca on Wednesday now, but whether or not he'll partake is unknown. In Palmer, Carly Shrek, Alaska's News Source. According to the 11th Airborne Division, a soldier from Fort Wainwright has been found dead at the Eagle Hotel in Palmer. The Army says the soldier was 28-year-old specialist Evan Stewart Hudel. According to Palmer police, no foul play is suspected, but an investigation is ongoing. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcast from Alaska's news source automatically. And stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska News Source app.